Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear sweet friend. Always so nice to spend time with you. Thank you for allowing me into your day and whatever you're doing right now in this moment of time that you have set aside for me to be in the background and for you to be in the foreground listening and learning and growing and sharing together. Totally amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Stephanie Stevens. This is the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast, and we talk about lots of stuff, particularly communication and how to enhance and tap into your unique you, and then learning how to and expanding on expressing your unique you. Because if you can find new and innovative ways to communicate everything from your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, your creativity, and your influence, those will be the keys that will unlock the doors to freedom in just about every area of your life. So with that, I want to talk today about the six human needs and also how to hack a return on your investment, as it were. My interest with you today is tapping into and discussing the six human needs as defined by, that's right, Tony Robbins, okay? Whether you like him, don't like him, love him, can't stand the the vibe, it really doesn't matter. The point is, over the course of time, he's created how to describe our basic six human needs. So I'm going to touch on that. And then I want to talk about how to hack expansive or expedited growth in certain areas. I am certain that I have a hack that will expedite the process on our rate of return on whatever we're putting energy into. Okay. So I did some studying with the Tony Robbins Madonna's clinic in California. I did this uh, remotely when I was learning how to life coach and taking some therapeutic courses, et cetera, also some crisis intervention techniques. And one of the things I remember him going over it were the six human needs. Okay. Here's what they are. Number one, certainty. In other words, predictability. You need to know your baseline. You need assurance that you can avoid some types of pain and have control over them and gain some types of pleasure. Okay. Certainty. We need a measure of that. The second one is uncertainty or variety. We need a measure of unpredictability as human beings. You know why? Because we're easily bored. So if we don't have some measure of change or some measure of new stimuli or, um, or something that interests us or breaks our state, we will get stagnant and we will get bored. Okay. Number three, significance. Now this is us feeling important. It is us feeling needed or special or different or important. Just that baseline need for significance. I need to know that I'm important in this world or to a tribe. That is a core need. Number four on his list is connection or love. Now it may be one or the other, it may be both. But the point here translated is a strong feeling of being unified with someone or something. This can be with your creator. This can be with other people. This can be with yourself. But we all have this innate need for connection. Think about it. If you don't have a connection to something or someone, what is the ultimate end to that? It doesn't look like survival because really very few people actually survive 
on an island, as it were, completely alone by themselves, unsupported by anything or anyone. So there is that basic need. Now, the idea here is as we continue to grow through seasons in life, the next human need we will visit or come to will be the need to grow. Growth, expansion in some capacity or another. So as we continue to learn and as we live a little bit of life or a lot, we need to inside, there's a place inside of us that wants to continue along those pathways to gain more and more of that. It is expansion. And if it is true and we believe that it is that we were made in the creator's likeness and image, then what is the creator always doing? Creating. Always creating, always expanding. So there is a piece of that that lives alive and well on the inside of us. We may not have always tapped into it. Doesn't mean it's not there. You can hide your your light under a bushel, right? Isn't that how the little song goes? You can hide that light. You, you can suppress it. You can depress it. You can numb it with drugs, with um, vision, with content, with substances. You can numb or dim the light, but it is still there. And once you start to uncover and tap into and remove that, which would cover the light and that desire, that innate, God-given, creative expansion on the inside of you, then that urge to grow and expand will itself continue to grow and expand because what we feed grows. What we hide or dim or darken dies. Think of a flower. Flower doesn't get any water or sunlight. The flower is going to what? Shrivel up and die. So the same is true with whatever it is on the inside of us that is that life force, that is that source of creativity. We have to continue to feed and water and nurture that so it continues to expand and grow. And as it does, everything around you will also, in like kind, continue to expand and grow. Okay, so that's number five. Number six, and this is supposedly the pinnacle as you move through the seasons of life, the pinnacle is after you have done the growth, now you give back. Now is the contribution. Now we need to achieve that sense of service. Now we start to focus our attention on helping, giving, and supporting to others because we have realized and achieved our goals or hit those pinnacle moments of our own. Now we must, there's something on the inside of us that must contribute and give back. So the six basic human needs are number one, certainty, number two, uncertainty or variety, three, a sense of significance, four, connection and love, five, growth and expansion of capacity, and then six, contribution. That's where everything comes full circle. We have received in like kind. Now it is a joy to turn around and give. We impart, we give, we gift, we move into that space so that others can follow in like kind, follow the pattern. They can achieve those senses of certainty and variety and significance and love and connection, and they can grow. And then as they grow and expand, so on and so on. They will want to give back and contribute. That is the way. So when it comes to these, and again, these are Tony Robbins' ways of condensing and describing the six human needs. 
got to give credit where credit is due for compiling that information. Here's what I want to do. I want to tap into it and expand it just a bit. I think there's a hack. I think that no matter where you are in your growth, no matter what age you are, as you start to understand this pattern and cycle of life and as we live it and navigate us as spiritual beings having this human experience, if we can take number six, which is contribution, which is supposed to be really the last kind of pinnacle that you meet, if you can move that up to the front, your life is going to change significantly. Because here is the reality. The contribution that we have to offer does not always have to look like Federal Reserve notes, a.k.a. dollar bills. They don't. It can look like prayer, love, encouragement, advice, when asked, time, silence, a shoulder to cry on, creating space. I will never forget as I was struggling financially, and again, being a single mom most of my parenting years with my children, and I've been parenting now for over 27 years, I will never forget feeling such a sense of need. I mean, so bad it hurt. It hurt. Feeling so sad and so confined because I could not offer my children and my family what I wanted to, what I knew they deserved, what I knew they were worthy of, so badly wanting to provide more expansive experiences and spaces to live in and things to do and places to go, it hurt on the inside. And when I I felt that, I, I felt boxed in. I felt as though an elephant was sitting on my chest. I felt trapped. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. And I do remember that even in those times, some of the principles that I had learned as a child, I had family members that were really good at reminding us that it was so important to give to others in certain ways. Um, My father always taught us that it was always important to give, and and that came into uh, the teaching of the tithe with the church, you know. And my mother always was very generous and loved to give gifts when she could. And um, that brought her joy. So there, we had that growing up, even though we were, you know, very separate households, very different ideals. The reality was there was that sense inside of me that even if I didn't have what I wanted to give, which at the time would have been money, it was important to give what I could. It was not going to serve me to focus on the pain of what I could not give and could not do in that moment in time. What was going to serve me was focusing on what I could do, was tapping into and recognizing and then stepping into what I could do at that time. And I do remember coming across people in need. And even though I was in need at the time, I will never forget one particular uh, circumstance was concerning another single mom. She only had one child at the time, but she was really, really struggling. And she had some significant traumatic background issues that she was wrestling with. And it was difficult for her to parent. And I remember that she was in desperate place and she did not have groceries. And she was simply asking for food. She was simply asking for food. And I remember running some errands and stopping by the grocery store. And I remember picking up a gift certificate for food for her and her son. And I remember thinking to myself, I would like to do this on a much broader scale. And yet there's something sacred about this right here and right now. There's something sacred about 
my creator seeing my heart and my intention in this gift. And I give it in that spirit. I give it in the spirit of knowing I wish I could do more and also praying that God would expand and multiply what I am able to give. You know, there were other occasions like that as well, where there were opportunities to give along the way, even in need. And as I did that, as I would step into that, I noticed how good it felt. Frankly, it felt, it felt really good. It felt so good to meet somebody else's need and to provide. But also there was something, there was a sacred and profound exchange that was happening. And oftentimes it wasn't money. It was time. Or I would offer my services for free in coaching or counseling in a specific ministry that was just desperate for people who had some training in crisis intervention and things like that. And I would give my time. And as I did, I knew I was sowing into something that was profoundly changing people's lives. I wasn't getting paid for it. I wasn't benefiting in that way. But that contribution was being seen on so many levels that I couldn't see that I couldn't identify with. And there was a real exchange that was taking place in those moments as I was sowing my time or my prayers or my energies into somebody else's well-being. And so my hack for you today, my dear friend, is as you move through the different seasons in life, no matter where you find yourself, there will absolutely be occasions for you to contribute. There will be occasions for you to slide from number one, that need for certainty and and security into the number six, that contribution. Okay. So you can have, you can hold them both one in each hand. You can be in a space of needing a little more security or predictability or certainty in your life. You can be there in your left hand. And then in your right hand, you can hold something that you have inside of you. That is a gift that's been given to you. And you can offer that to someone. Maybe it's in the form of money. Maybe it's in the form of time. Maybe it's in the form of babysitting or listening to someone as they share a pain. Maybe it's crying with somebody who is grieving, whatever it is. Do not minimize it because it's not what you think it should be. Value it for what it is right here and right now. And that is a beautiful thing. And I do believe what happens when we do this, when we make the agreement to contribute in real time, what we do have and focus on what we do have, that that expedites the processes of us then opening up to receiving more and our own borders and territories expanding and our own spheres of influence expanding and opening up and widening. Every time we step in and contribute, there goes another door that opens somewhere else. It's amazing. It is the way. So let us together step into that today. And I can't wait to share time with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.